Welcome to the Specifist. Specify your philosophy and life. Welcome, everybody. Um, and today, talking about how the popular news, politics, whatever it is, most of it is often wrong, and why this is. <laughs> Going into controversies, we do here. I'm a specimen, so enjoy. So, <sighs> the way it goes, it's really a freaky thing actually because when it comes to you know popular whatever that is anymore it's hard to tell um, there's two basic metrics I think that are important to understand here because we're dealing with this a serious problem with let me check something here. Hold on. Let me see if I can do this. Because it's acting wonky again. Alright, so. Why is the popular often wrong? And the answer is because of. Um, well, I call it the first and second reaction. And what I mean by this is that what you get, what you can get at least, is a situation where, hold on, I don't know if it's gonna, it might do it where it, sometimes it does this thing where, it, let me see. there we go. So there's this thing that happens sometimes where, yeah. there we go. I have to take my headphones off because I get distracted by the sounds and my hear my earring and my hearing my my ears. Anyways, so there's multiple reasons why the popular is often wrong, but the first one basically has to do with what's what's called the negativity bias, which is where <clears throat> you see something, whatever it is. Let's say you see a rope. First thought is going to be, oh, this is a snake. 
And so you will probably respond accordingly without looking and whatnot. And in dangerous situations, that might be appropriate in some ways. Uh, I don't really think it is, actually. And it depends on what it is and depends on how fast you have to act as well. Um, for things that seem dangerous, like fires and whatnot, we'll get into that later. But And so, as a result, we get situations in politics and, and media where it's it's basically a kind of fear-mongering thing. And I don't think they're doing it on purpose. I don't think they're sitting there going, ah, <laughs> I'm going to make these people afraid for their lives or whatever. It's more about like, oh, no, this is a thing. I think this is a big problem. And, you know, without realizing that, that actually they need to think harder and they need to become more objective about these things and they have to calm down in seconds. Um, but that's not what we get <clears throat> in politics and in media. We get the opposite. Oftentimes we get headlines like, oh, you know, this new, new, new Omicron virus, uh, variant of the coronavirus. Oh, this coronavirus could, um, variant Omicron could be the, could be worse than the Delta variant, you know, this kind of stuff. And so as a result, you get the situation where <clears throat> people, don't stop for a second and think. So there's two ways to handle a situation, right? A dangerous situation. First one is to kind of do what typically is done by the mind and just kind of go, oh, no, this is a snake. Oh, no. And then run away. Which could get yourself like in, in hot water. Like say, for instance, if you if you actually do see a snake and you run, you could run into uh, some some bigger problem. Like say, for instance, there is a snake, and you run, but because your mind is panicked and the snake is running after you perhaps or something, and you run into something that you didn't see coming because you're focused too much on the snake. You know, because you're, you didn't th pause to think about what to do in that situation. You failed to notice <clears throat> what was coming ahead of you. Um, you know, I, don't know, I don't know how the how true this is, but like I've heard that if you are in, in adrenaline situations, you almost can kind of develop a tunnel vision where like things around you can kind of become blurred because your mind is too full of fear and then you're not calming down in seconds and whatnot. So... <clears throat> This is why I say the popular is often wrong. And when it comes to anything, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's your own opinion or anything at all. I often, what I try and do most of the time is I pause for a second. And I ask myself, what is actually happening here? Is my th thoughts and emotions getting in the way of me seeing things clearly in this situation? But you don't really see, you don't really see this happening in people in popular media. You don't really see them changing their minds because they are stuck in this first reaction. What I call first reaction versus second. Um... You could call it pro-action or, or just plain action. It doesn't really matter. But the point is, is that you don't really get the second reaction very often. And if you do, 
it's not popular. It's not but like bigger than like CNN or whatever because people buy into the first reaction. Because the first reaction it sells and it <clears throat> kind of like grabs your attention. You know, like going back to the whole Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse thing. You know, for a while the media was saying and still probably is saying, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse is white supremacist, and so you you'll see articles that say white supremacist shoots down two people. And you might assume that these people are black when they're not, and you might assume that this this is actually true when it's not. He's not white supremacist. These people weren't black, and they weren't even. I don't even think they were BLM necessarily, but they were um, threatening him with skateboards and things like this. And so they'll tell you that he was not self-defending himself, and he was crossing state lines with a weapon, which is not true. Um. And you get all this kind of stuff like this because <clears throat> the media goes with first reactions usually. And this is the problem. This is why I think it's really, really important to pause. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm learning more about this uh, thing. It's really an interesting understanding called situational awareness, which is basically where <clears throat> what you do <clears throat> is you focus on the d details of things. And I might make it, I don't want to make an episode eventually tomorrow or perhaps, perhaps today, but it will be coming out tomorrow probably if I do it the next one, which I want to try and do about how to become more aware of things and, and what that looks like. Um, but basically there's this thing called situational awareness, which you may or may not know of, which is like noticing everything that is happening Noticing the context of that kind of thing. Like, say, for instance, if you're in an area and somebody is, you know, it looks like they're coming, you know, maybe they're across the street. Say you, there's, there's a, you, you're on one side of the street and they're on the other side and you go to an ATM, but, and they're, they're just crossing the street. They're just kind of doing normal things. And it looks like they're coming in your direction would you be concerned at that moment? You know, this kind of thing. You, you, you know, it's kind of, it's, there's a lot of nuance as far as this whole thing come, goes. And, um, and there's a perceive, comprehend, predict model, which is really interesting. I want to talk more about situational awareness, I think, in other episodes eventually, but that's another episode for the future. But anyways, the calmness factor is really interesting to me because <clears throat> there's two basic ways to approach a situation, right? First way is to kind of go with gut reactions, which are often wrong. And like, say, say for instance, somebody says something to you like, and it gets your, whatever it is, whatever the person says, and it gets to you and gets to your mind and you and your emotions and you and you get mad and you start you know commenting in it on your mind and whatnot and saying this is wrong this is bad or whatever and you you know what would you do in that situation would you would you 
act on that and say, no, you're wrong, you're bad? Or would you go, wait a minute, let me think for a second. Is this actually what this person was saying? Am I being influenced by my thoughts here and my emotions? And the answer uh, tells you exactly what I'm telling you, what, what, what uh, you need to know here, because basically, because... I mean, you you never know, really know what what you're going to do in that situation until it happens, and then you you either act from gut instinct or you pause and you go, you know, you breathe and you just kind of calm yourself down in seconds. <clears throat> and the first is common versus why you know a lot of violent domestic violence happens, in my opinion, it's because of the first reaction. And the second is uncommon. The second is kind of like an afterwards thing. Like, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. That was really bad. I regret it now. And this is what I'm talking about when it comes to expressing emotions. People are always telling you, oh, you should express your emotions. You should express your feelings to people. And it's like, maybe that's not the best situation. Maybe that's not the best, best thing for this situation, depending on the emotion and depending on the feeling and how strong it is and things like this. Uh, it, it, it depends on several factors, in my opinion, when it comes to this, because, <clears throat> like, if it's a feeling, but it's not, like, really strong, and it's not making you really upset or angry, sure. Uh, but if it is, I would recommend that you pause and do second reaction, or second pro-action, uh, and... Think about it and ask yourself, is this thought and emotion uh, influencing what I'm thinking here? Is this emotion influencing? Um, and this is really important because I think with this often gets kind of ignored with our society the way it is. It kind of, because, because the mind focuses on negativity first, we often kind of get, get there and then we, we don't really stop to think that maybe that's not the right reaction for this moment of course if if i uh, tell you this now and, and you're calm and you're you're um you're not like upset at anything or that i said or anything that's happening right now you're going to be aware that you're going to go yeah mate, that makes sense but when things happen when things happen that you disagree with or upsetting things happen whatever this this uh information kind of flies out the window which is why it's important to do second proaction because otherwise what you have is a situation where you will be doing things that you will regret later you will be thinking things that are going to be incorrect because of the the emotions that are controlling you at that moment things like this and so this is why i say <clears throat> that oftentimes the popular is often the wrong the popular understandings, the popular opinions, the popular news is often wrong because of this very thing that we're talking about here. Um, that's the first basic reason. The other reason has more to do with like paradigms. Um, but a lot of that has to also do with the first reason as well. Um, so think of it this way, right? Like, say if you're a Democrat. And somebody says, I don't believe in women, minimum wage or whatever. And you get upset about that. You're going to have a certain paradigm about minimum wage. You know, maybe if you're more progressive or whatever, 
you, should, you believe in a $15 minimum wage nationwide or whatever. <clears throat> of course, now they're increasing that to like more than $15 for some areas and whatnot, but I get the point. And so the <clears throat> minimum wage um, thing that somebody said is, is now influencing your behaviors if you go with first reaction. <clears throat> So the emotions really do influence what you do, how you think, what you're going to do next if you don't, if you're not careful. Um, you know, say for instance, like something happens, something bad. You may, you know, you're in a building and it catches fire in certain areas. What most people will probably try and do is is crowd the exits and get and get out of there as fast as possible. Uh, probably crowding the fire exits too because that's typically seen as the, the place to go. But if you stop for a second, breathe deeply, ask yourself, what's my thoughts and emotions? Controlling the situation, the answer is that obviously yes. So you notice that, you become aware of that, and you go, which exit is least crowded with people, maybe there is. If there is no, if there is a, an exit that is not a fire exit, you can take that exit, and it will just it will be just as fine as if you didn't. Um, <clears throat> as if you did take the fire exit, that is, and so you are focusing on the aspect, or you're focusing on calming yourself. You're you're basically perceiving perceiving. Comprehending and predicting. Um, one thing I like to do as well, which is really interesting, <clears throat> is ask the question. Oftentimes, when it comes to any kind of policy, and this is something I'm I'm, I'm doing more of. This is really interesting. I want to talk more about how this happened, how I do this, and what this looks like as well. But is ask the question: If this happens, if, if whatever happens, whatever it is. Like say if I decide to drink some alcohol, what is the logical conclusion of this going to be at the end of the night? Am I going to maybe go a little crazy that night and get drunk and then have a hangover the next day? Whatever it is, right? Say you have a policy... Um, and, and your company or whatever that says that, you know, hate speech is not free speech or whatever. You ask the question, what is the logical conclusion of this? What, 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 would, what would happen if I followed this to its logical conclusion? And eventually the company changes management and they disagree with those who are now saying this and they don't like the speech that you're saying and they call it hate speech. <clears throat> um... That's what I'm talking about when it comes to logical conclusions. Speech only. Spotify volume 25% adjustable. Kind of an interesting uh, exercise in itself. Recording what pause button. Pause or finish pause button. Time recorded. Recording one non-call and reset pause button. Speech Because what it does is it makes you like think about like what the, the consequences of something is going to be. Like if you uh, are in a building that's on fire and you run to the exit with everybody else, what's the logical conclusion of that? You're going to take longer to get out than if you were to calmly and slowly get up 
find an exit that's least crowded and escape, you know, kind of thing. <clears throat> that's the other element to this non-popularity uh, problem. And so when I make an opinion and understanding anymore, maybe not as much back in the day, like you can make the argument about like, oh, you didn't always do this. Sure. But anymore, what I try and do is I, I, I base my understandings on this kind of question. Like, what is the logical conclusion? What would happen if this was brought to a logical conclusion? If I itched, like say if I have an itch. I mean, this, is, this might be a little extreme, but like this might be an example as well. And I just kept itching it and it just kept coming back. What's the logical conclusion that what, what would happen if that was brought to its logical conclusion is eventually that that area is going to get really sore and that's actually going to worsen the itch. Um, and it will perhaps even cause some bleeding and whatnot if you're not careful, if you if you itch it too much, which actually makes the itch worse and things like this. And so I'm not saying not to itch uh, a scratch itches or anything, but I'm just giving examples. Uh, and so when it comes to itches, I do try and not to scratch them as much as I used to. Because that can happen sometimes where it can get too sore, which and then makes it itch again in weird ways. But <clears throat> anyways, that's another episode. Because <laughs> itches themselves are kind of a weird phenomenon of the body. But anyways, um, I, I guess that's a kind of a, it, it for this episode. Just wanted to do this one really short. Practical, simple, you know, like this is a really important thing to do, I think, in everyday life is to pause. <clears throat> and reconsider. Because if you don't, you find yourself panicking and you find yourself in fear and negative emotions and upset and you're going to be influenced as a result by that and you're not going to realize the consequences of this. So I hope this helps to uh, avoid uh, bad consequences for you in the future and whatnot. Something I'm working on myself as well. So anyways, this is the specificist. I'll talk to you in the next episode.